This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's ranking season. Everybody loves to give you their thoughts Come on, on who the best quarterbacks are, who, who the best wide receivers are. We just got finished doing our episode talking about Mike Clay from ESPN's position rankings at wide receiver and then a little bit at quarterback. Colin Cowherd, you know, I mean, one of the most popular radio guys that there is, a Greek god of this here industry that you and I are both in, mm-hmm. Jacob, at least in my eyes he is. He, on the herd, recently released his top 10 teams in the AFC, and he put the Pittsburgh Steelers at number nine. So they were included in this list where not all AFC teams had to be included. Mm-hmm. He cut them off at number 10. And, you know, you... Obviously, probably, if you're in Steelers Nation, see him put them at number nine and like, well, Coward's hating on the Steelers again, putting them at number nine, doesn't believe in Kenny, doesn't believe that they could get the job done. But if you really listen to what he said and his analysis of it, it was all overwhelmingly positive. He said the Steelers drafted well. He says they could see, could see their first five picks all playing for them sooner rather than later. He loves having Broderick Jones to pair with Kenny Pickett. Mm -hmm. He said he didn't think Kenny Pickett was a superstar or that he might not grow into a superstar, but he noted that he improved in his last couple of games down the season, having five touchdowns to one interception down the stretch in the fourth quarter comebacks. And he used terms like sneaky good. And then he put him at ninth. And I think that just illustrates how (laughs) crazy the AFC is going to be this year. And on the surface, I'm sure a lot of Steelers fans just say, number nine out of the ten that you ranked, classic coward, you're hating on the Steelers. But he really was saying how the Steelers are improved and are heading in the right direction. They just might be a victim of the error right now when it comes to the conference. Yeah. It, it, it just, when you have a conference with starting quarterbacks with the names of Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tua Tagovailoa, if you believe he can stay healthy. The Steelers don't have a name that really compares, right, with Kenny Pickett yet. But the fact that he put them in there and put them ahead of the Dolphins, which I actually don't mind, and and you mentioned earlier in a previous episode that you don't think the Dolphins can make the playoffs because of Tua's uncertainty of his health. It's, It's a good sign that... The Steelers are still considered that next team uh, in the AFC behind every team with a guaranteed really great quarterback. And there is potential time for the Steelers to move up that list. What if Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out in New York? What if the Russell Wilson thing, even playing under Sean Payton, truly is a, a bad trade and a bad fit? What if Lamar can't stay healthy in Baltimore? All of a sudden, I just named the team 6, 7, 8 on his list. All of a sudden, that would mean, by default, the Steelers move up to number 6 on that list. And I think it's important to note, well, first of all, let's just list what he did from 1 through 10. Yeah, go for it. He had the Chiefs at number 1, obviously. Then he had the Bengals at 2, the Chargers at 3. That's Over the Bills? That's 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 an old Colin trick there to throw a little spice onto the fire. Uh, Chargers at 3, Bills at 4, Jags at 5, Ravens 6, like you said, Broncos 7, Eight Jets, nine Steelers, and then the tenth team is those Miami Dolphins. Like I said, might not make the playoffs this year. Just not really confident in Tua as far as him staying healthy. He said that he loves his top five, though. He, uh, quote, I love my top five. I'll say it again. The most underrated team in the league is maybe Jacksonville. 
in that division. They can easily beat Houston, Tennessee, and the Colts twice and go 6-0 and in the division. I completely agree with them there. And then I think the Bills, Chargers, Bengals, you know, you can argue the order, but I think they're clearly in front of the Jags as well. Um, and then obviously the Chiefs reign supreme over not just the AFC, but the entire NFL right now. Mm-hmm. But he feels really good in his top five. And then it gets really close in that AFC picture. So just because he put the Steelers at nine, I, I think he's pretty much saying that without outright saying it, that six to 10 can finish in any order. Right. Uh, six through 10. And honestly, Tom, I think three through three through 10. Well, can really I personally would put the bills <laughs> over the chargers and, and I toy with putting the Jags over the chargers too. If I was doing it, I think you can, you can, there, there are tiers. I mean, that's that's the way of putting it. We we talked about this when we did our AFC quarterback tier list when uh, Kyle Brandt released that tier list, right? Mm-hmm. You could do the same thing for teams. I put the, the Chiefs and the Bengals in my first tier. I put the Chargers, Bills, and Jags in the second. And then the teams with the unknown, right? The Ravens, the, the Broncos, the Jets, and maybe even the Dolphins in that next one. And then you can put the Steelers in there as maybe that next best team. Uh, yeah. I, There's a lot of scrambling you can do among portions of a top 10. And I just think, you know, he put it this way, like with those teams, he has like a question for each one of those teams in that stretch. Can Odell Beckham stay healthy? Big mm-hmm. question for the Ravens. Can Aaron Rodgers stay happy? Big question for the Jets. Can Sean Payton and Russell Wilson work? That's the big question for the Broncos. Does Kenny Pickett grow? Obviously, that's what everybody is looking at here in Pittsburgh as well as the the next big thing that needs to happen Mm -hmm. for the Steelers. And then does Tua stay on the field? I mean, you know, there's a reason why he's so good at this. Those are the most elementary things you can ask about each of those teams. But they're they're the ones that— We also identify those. Of course we do, because they're elementary, Uh my dear Watson. I mean, it's not hard to figure out the biggest question marks around these teams. But, you know, it's fair to bring them up here and and ponder them. And, you know, out of all of these— you know, I don't think Tua is going to stay on the field. So that's the one I have probably right. the least confidence okay. in. I think okay. Rodgers is going to stay relatively happy, at least, you know, for the first go of it this year, because I think they're going to be a competitive team, and I think they'll probably flirt with playoff contention and, and maybe, you know, be a thorn in the side of the Bills this year. So I think he'll stay healthy. Okay. Odell staying healthy, though? Or, right. Excuse me, I think Rodgers will stay happy. Odell staying healthy, though, that one I probably put right next to Tua staying healthy at the bottom mm-hmm. of my list. Um, and then it's just between Wilson and Peyton working together and Pickett taking that next step. And maybe I lean towards Wilson recapturing some magic with Sean Payton more than I believe in Pickett taking that next step just because I've seen Wilson take right. those steps right. and be that great elite <laughs> quarterback in the NFL. And again, maybe that time has come and gone and – just because you're bringing in the the quarterback guru and the the head coach that's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day, Sean Payton, it's not a guarantee that he can just reawaken right. Russell Wilson. So I think Rodgers staying happy, I think that's the one that I'm pretty confident in. And then after that, I, I might put Pickett taking that next step as the number two thing that I think could happen out of those questions that Colin asked. And not only that, but like just so much unknown with the Jets and the I'm sorry, the uh, the Jets, the Broncos, and the Ravens. The Ra- You're so right about that. They have massively new c- components to their team this year. Massively new sounded dumb to say. They have completely changed mm-hmm. kind of what they're going to look like. I mean, 
the Jets have a new quarterback. The Broncos have an entire new head coach mm-hmm. and coaching staff. Coaching staff, right. And then you look at the Ravens, and not only do they bring in Odell, they bring in a new offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. They are redoing their entire offense in Baltimore, stripping it down and building it back up. I mean, these are big-time changes that are happening. And then the Steelers. Yeah, they bring in some new draft picks. They sign some guys in free agency. But for but the, the most core part, still there, mm-hmm. and they're growing together. And the and the coaching staff the also there, still there, yeah. And they're going to grow together, and Miami has that too. But you question the quarterback's health a lot more in Miami than you do in Pittsburgh. Now, Kenny had his concussion problems too, but Kenny's also six foot three and put on a lot of weight this off season, mm-hmm. and seems to have a real strong focus on limiting those concussions and. I don't want to comparison shop the two concussions. Sure. But Tua was clearly affected a lot more last year with his than Kenny. Oh, yeah. Was with his. I mean, Kenny missed what? One game. One game total. Was it the had to Carolina leave, game? He had to leave the game because of it, too, um, against the Ravens, but, and then missed the next week. The Carolina the, the game. The Carolina right. game, yeah. So, and then I remember he got the concussion against the Buccaneers, too, mm-hmm. but was back in Miami the very next game mm-hmm. after that. So, Again, you don't want great. You don't comparison shop, and you don't comparison shop that kind of injury. It's different for everybody, but yeah, Pickett did clearly was a little bit luckier as far as the damage that he suffered than Tua was. And again, Pickett's just a bigger dude than Tua. Like he's going to be able to take hits more in the NFL than Tua is. I just think this is such a reliance on quarterback, which I don't blame Coward for doing. Right? Quarterback reigns supreme in and, this and, league. And that's why I think he asked the question when it comes to the Steelers about Pickett. You know, the roster. But I think I think that's the roster a looks lot good. of credit to the Steelers because people, like we just did, we just uh, read through Mike Clay's ranking of, of quarterback rooms, not, necess- not necessarily individual guys, but about 20, maybe a little bit lower, 21, 22, 23 is where most people would put Kenny as a starting individual quarterback. So to have him be that low and have the Steelers this high on a rankings list, I don't. I think is a testament to how good the rest of the team is. Granted, nine out of sixteen isn't great, but when you consider the names at quarterback in front of the Steelers, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, I think Coward's giving a little credit, not too much, but he's certainly giving credit to those teams for the quarterbacks they have on their roster. It's just, do you really trust those three guys to play as if they were playing for Rodgers and Lamar in their MVP season and for Russ to play like he did in his uh, Super Bowl winning season? I also think, or I also heard on... (laughs) You heard on... Not on the herd. I heard on a different radio show uh, a guest say that if you took the quarterback out of the equation, the Steelers might have a top 10 roster in the entire NFL. Mm -hmm. You can't take the quarterback out of the equation, though. (laughs) That's the most important part of the equation, actually. So it all comes into Kenny Pickett taking that next step forward. It, It really does. You know, they have a good team around him, but... You know, that mixed drink tastes awfully strong at the bottom unless you mix it up a little bit. You need that straw to stir it, and Pickett is the straw that stirs that drink, and hopefully he can take that next step this year and keep them in you know contention like Colin clearly thinks they will be all year if he ranks them at number nine and says how tight he thinks six through ten can be. 
But also, you know, when you're in that kind of, you know, not the elites when it comes to the AFC, no one thinks you're going to contend for the conference or even a Super Bowl, uh, maybe even not even win a playoff game once mm-hmm. you get in. But you're certainly in that group contending for the number six, the number seven seed when it comes to the conference. Like, a lot of times it's the other teams making mistakes right. that give up a playoff spot. And if you can just, you know, you don't have to be overwhelmingly great, but if you limit your mistakes and limit your turnovers and let the other team shoot themselves in the foot, you might you be okay. find yourselves yeah. as the seven seed. And, again, I I love how people, you know, say how deep the AFC is, and, and they're right, and it got a little bit deeper this year for sure with Aaron Rodgers' addition to the conference. But, you know, people are always like, oh, you know, how do the Steelers make the playoffs this coming year? It's just it's going to be so tough, and Kenny just doesn't look like mm-hmm. the rest of these quarterbacks, at least not yet. They were a, a field goal away right. last year. They were the playoffs. Well, th- there you go, Tom. And they're markedly oh. better right now than they were last year. Yes. So, <laughs> well, I they, always especially laugh especially because like, of the draft. I mean, the free agency acquisition certainly the helped, and the but the draft really, I think, is what did it for well, them. When you assume growth, you assume mm-hmm. that Pickett takes another step, Najee takes another step, Deontay gets his head back. I on mean, straight. it was the fact that the Dolphins had. It was the Dolphins and the Jets, yeah, right? That, that last game. game. It was a brutal game. It was like field goal after field goal. And the Jets couldn't put up more than six yeah, points. Yeah, terrible. But that's what I always like to say to people. Like, oh, I just don't see how they could make the playoffs. It's like, well, they're better than they were last year, and they were really close to mm-hmm. making the playoffs last right. year. Again, but there you go. It's about teams, other teams also making mistakes. Yes, yeah. exactly. And the Dolphins, <clears throat> unfortunately, couldn't make that one fatal mistake. Um and get the Steelers into the playoffs. But, you know, there's teams on here that you could look at and say, are they better than the Steelers that Cullen doesn't think so? I mean, he put them in front of Miami. You know, they weren't the last right. team in this top ten. Uh, where are the Raiders? You know what I mean? Like, with with uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G, G and, and Devontae Adams, Adams. Who, I mean, a quick reference to Mike Clay's list that we just talked about in a previous episode. He put the Raiders in his top ten, but solely because of the presence of Devontae Adams. And you—, you Keep in mind, Josh Jacobs is still there. Max Crosby on defense is still a force. He put them well above. I mean, the Raiders, I don't know where they are. Who knows, but they're not, he didn't rank them. They're not in the top ten, yeah. Uh, another team like that is the Browns. You know, right. Deshaun Great Watson. Point. They have a pretty decent roster in Cleveland, a superstar on defense, a superstar on offense, Chubb and Garrett. Mm-hmm. But they're not in his top ten. Nope. He still thinks that the Steelers are better than the Browns, despite, you know, people probably – unanimously saying for now that Deshaun's better than Kenny and Jimmy G's better than Kenny. So I think that goes to your point that you were saying that it's a testament to the rest of the the quarterbacks on here, but Colin also put into account, especially I think when he got into that six through 10 range, what the rest of the roster looks like as well. Yeah. Well, and the Tua thing too, I think that if Tua had (laughs) stayed healthy last year, he not only would have the dolphins in front of the Steelers, I think the Dolphins would be a little bit higher up on this list. They're, on everyone's list, they're really. They're so yeah. talented, man. Right. And and that McDaniels is a savant when it comes to offense sure. in the NFL. I mean, he did the thing that Shanahan does where he had like Raheem Mostert looking <laughs> like a stud in the backfield for Yeah, them. I mean, like, they almost they almost beat the Bills in the wild card round. Yeah. Without Yeah, right. Tua. Right. Or Teddy. Right. And Skyler it was Thompson. Skyler Thompson, you're absolutely right. right. So <clears throat> They have a really good roster, and that defense in Miami came on stronger towards the end of mm-hmm. last season. I really think it has to just do with the fact that 
is this going to be Mike White trying to get this team into the playoffs more weeks than it is Tua trying to get this team into the playoffs? I, I think that's what Colin has them hold, mm-hmm. held back a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't blame him for doing so. All right, now you ready for this exercise? Sure, yeah, up? I love an exercise. How would we shake down the top 10 in the NFC? How are the Steelers? No, how would we... You and I rank the teams. Tommy Opferman and you, Jacob Recht. If we were Colin Coward and we just did our top 10 AFC, how would we shake down the top 10 NFC? Because you'd go Eagles at number one, right? Eagles are number one. For sure. Niners at two. Niners at number two. Where the hell do you go after that? What do you do, man? And, and, you know, we don't have to officially get to our top 10, but I'm just kind of proving a point here, like, you know, the AFC is just a gauntlet. You're at number nine in the AFC, and Colin's using terms like sneaky good, and Broderick Jones and Kenny Pickett will be a great marriage. And you look at the number 10 team and say, if their quarterback is healthy, they're a top five 100%, team. 100%. Like Tyree Kill and Waddle, one of the best duos we've ever seen mm-hmm. in NFL history Mike McDaniel's last year. great young coach. Great young coach. Like, you're at that point in the AFC, and you're still overwhelmingly positive. I mean, you could get to the Raiders at number 11, say, Browns at number 12. And, and find still some positive say, things yeah. to say about them. Right. And say they could sneak up I mean, into the who, I mean, we're, we're kind of, again, doing the thing, talking out of both sides of our mouth here, saying that things couldn't work out for New York and Rodgers and Baltimore and Lamar and uh, Denver and, and Russ. But going the opposite, what if things do work out for C.J. Shroud and the Houston Texans? What if things, things do work, work out, out for Richardson. Anthony Richardson and the Colts? Colts have a good roster. Better than a yeah. team that picked as high as they did in the draft. Is for- Shaq Leonard's going to be back next year. You assume fully healthy. It's it's tricky. We ain't talking about old Bill either and the Patriots. Like right. what, what? Not to say that he's you know a contender, but he's gonna really be annoying to a lot of other contenders. Oh, by, absolutely. By beating them in New England, going into Baltimore and beating the Ravens. No, New like, England's no cakewalk. I mean, they're gonna win seven games a year, probably. Right. Probably as long as he's there. They won how many? They won eight games last year. And, and didn't you remember the, the the year started? Matt Williamson said everywhere the Patriots have one of the worst rosters across the he league. Did. Still won eight games in that year. I mean, now granted, could have won seven if Gunnar Olszewski doesn't fumble that football in week two. But still, seven games is no no slouch. You go seven and ten. Are you gonna crucify me if I put the Cowboys at number three? I might. I I actually might. What do I do? Mm-hmm. Where do I go? Detroit? Maybe. I, I still don't, like, don't you kind of have to hold your breath with Detroit still? What, what if in L.A., Matt Stafford and, and Cooper Cup are fully healthy? Go look at their defense right now. And it's may, bad. Tell me one, All right, so maybe, maybe Seattle. Maybe one player than Aaron Donald. Seattle. Good. Maybe. May, maybe Seattle. I mean. No, we're, we are we are grasping at straws New here Orleans. for the number three team. I would not go New Orleans. I put Who's them their in the quarterback? top ten, though. Derek Carr? They're top ten. <sighs> oh, in the, in in the, the NFC. NFC, yeah, They're for sure. In the top seven. They're probably a playoff team as it stands right now. What about the Giants? Top just ten. Don't trust Daniel Jones. But, but top how ten. Are they not? How top are they ten. Not? They have yeah, to right. Be. Minnesota top ten. We're talking about all these teams as if yeah, we're comfortable putting them in the top ten, but not putting them at the number three, four, five spot, three, four, five, six, even. Like, I'm just listing teams now, like, not even worried about the order of them. I'm just trying to get teams down on paper to see on paper to Here, see how far down I can go. Here's the thing is that 
there are two teams that we are confident in. Yeah, Eagles and San Niners. Fran. So let me let's name eight teams that could fill. That's not what I'm in doing. order, That's but what not I'm doing. in order. I got the Cowboys, Dallas, I got the Lions, the Giants. Oh, I was gonna go by the division. So okay. Dallas and New York, Giants, the Lions, and the Vikings, the Vikings, Get the Packers too, maybe. I don't know if I could as that number ten team. Well, here we go. We're at four, and and the NFC South. You said maybe the Saints. I I'd could put, see that. I pick the Saints as my favorite to win that. Division. And then Seattle. That's six. We need two more. So you said Green Bay. Maybe Green Bay. Maybe yeah. Chicago. And then maybe Stafford and the Rams. But that game yeah. defense is so bad in L.A. Right. That it's Aaron Donald and a bunch of scrubs. I, maybe Washington. But Sam Howell is the yeah. starting quarterback. Baker and the Bucks. It's unbelievable the discrepancy between the conferences yeah, right, right it really now. Is. And, and it has nothing to do with the quarterbacks. I think it has a lot to do with the quarterbacks. Oh, see, I disagree because we have – Jalen Hurts. Well, I'm just saying, like, and then, these teams with decent quarterbacks, overall their rosters aren't as solid as some of the rosters built in the AFC. Oh, see, I think that the rosters are pretty strong in the NFC, too. They just don't have the commander. They don't have oh, the, the don't guy know. behind the steering wheel. Like, the Lions have a great roster. Lions have a bunch of really good guys. The Giants, they have, have a lot of really, stars? I, think the, I don't think so. Do the Cowboys... A lot of stars? I don't think so. Oh, they have about 53 of them on the side of their helmets. Well, 53 times two. Okay. So 106 of them. Okay. Um, That was a terrible dad joke that I just did. It was bad. Like the Saints have, uh, I almost said DeAndre Jordan, Cam Jordan. But he's old. Tyron Tyron Matthews is old. Right, exactly. Michael Thomas is back. I don't Maybe. trust Michael Thomas at all. The guy's kind of passed in like four years. The Giants, I think, have a good roster, though. Seattle, I think, has a good roster. But, like, you compare so, the rosters to the Eagles and the Niners, it's night and day. But, okay, but then look at, like, Jalen Hurts is clearly number one at quarterbacks. Sure. Who in the hell is number two? Yeah, I don't like, even know. I don't even, yeah, right. Is it Goff? <clears throat> is it Cousins? Talent wise, it's Dak, is, but is you it can't Gino? trust him to not throw interceptions. Is it Gino? Is it Gino? Do you get what I'm saying about Dak, though? Yeah, like, I If agree. I looked at him just, like, as a prototype, I'd be like, that dude's a good quarterback. Oh, I, I've but agreed with you. But then the scout would be like, yeah, but he throws, like, 30 interceptions. But, see, I look at – you compare the rosters, right, to the AFC. The Bills with their defense, incredible, right? And Interested and, to see and how they adjust like, now. The Dolphins – on from people. You, you mentioned yeah. their young defense and the great receivers they have, right? The Bengals have done a great job of filling out the roster. We already know how – how widespread the Steelers' uh, roster is. Uh, the Chiefs, it's it's Patrick Mahomes, but they have Chris Jones, they have Travis Kelsey, they have a lot of they have Isaiah Pacheco, the young running back. The Chargers, both that are 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 loaded up on defense the last two years, have great playmakers on offense. I do think the rosters are also more favorable to AFC teams than they are NFC. Well, listen. In summation, no matter what which way we get to the the disparity the, the, the between point, the AFC and it's NFC, it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. It, I've never seen it that way. You know what? Like ever. how I I always hate when there's every like two or three years when people in the NBA and and and, and hockey say you should just eliminate the, the 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 conferences and just go one through sixteen. Yeah. Like I never like that. I there's no point of having conferences or teams or division unless you're gonna actually make it worth something i agree with you but for the nfl's sake 
it makes sense to do a one through sixteen. <laughs> it makes sense in the current timeline we're living in. Yeah, right now. Right now. You know, ten years from now, maybe the balance comes back to place. It's but. legitimately unfair to be playing in the AFC versus in the NFC. Rodgers wanted to come here. Right. Idiot. Said, Lamar wanted Lamar chose to resign with the Ravens rather than go, go to, to like Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> right. Idiot. I mean the the pat like if I'm Jalen Hurts, oh Lord. I am like there. My new are contract. there weeks? Are Who's, there weeks when the Eagles say so they jump out to like a seven and one start? They just say we're gonna play you every other week. <laughs> I mean, new contract for about a week. I was the highest paid player in football, and then Lamar beat it. But I'm still right. getting fifty mil a year, <laughs> and my main competition is Dak Prescott, who can't stop throwing interceptions in this conference. Like, and in, in a in a 49ers team that just can't stay healthy at the quarterback position, I'm looking at my road to the Super Bowl <clears> being. I don't want to say easy, but there's a path of less resistance, and it's definitely in the NFC. So we don't know, you know, the actual schedule, how it'll work out, but we know which teams are playing which, right? Right. So for the Eagles, their home schedule, obviously the uh, the NFC East teams, right? Then it's uh, the home schedule is the Cardinals. That's a win. Uh, uh, the Niners. Could probably be a win if it's in Philly. The Bills in Philly. The Rams in Philly, that's a win. The Dolphins in Philly, that's a win. The Vikings in Philly, that's a win. The Seahawks coming to town, that's probably... I'm sorry, that's on the road. Uh, And that's it. Let's look at the road schedule, right? Um, Look, they'll go 13-4 and this year. They'll go 14 That's what I'm saying, like... Their schedule, it's the night other than the divisions, the Niners, the no matter where you play, the Niners, the Bills, the Rams, the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Pats, the Jets, the Bucks, the Chiefs. There's two teams on that list. The Niners and the Chiefs, who are as good, if not better, but the Niners you say less than because of the quarterback. Yeah, they'll beat the Niners, especially if you said it's at the link. How about that? We get a home. Super Bowl rematch. You said they're at home. They're at the link. It's it's in the link. Oh yeah, they'll beat the yeah, Niners right. at the link. Unless and the the same. other the only other team on that list, the Bills, also in Philly. Yeah, I mean, I give the Bills better chance than the Niners just because you know the travel. They have a quarterback, and they have a quarterback. But yeah, no, the Eagles are a juggernaut. But like, do you play Jalen Hurts every other week? No, can that's you pull the dumbest that off? Thing I've ever heard. But you can pull it off. I'm glad I'm you. Saying. I'm glad you waited to say the dumbest thing you've said all day <laughs> to the very end of the podcast. If you missed any of our show today, I promise you, it was a lot smarter than what he than just what said. Than what I there. just said. Yeah. You can download full episodes of all of our podcasts, like the Drive, like the Steelers Blitz with Wes and Moats, our show, the Steelers Standard, and many more. All are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back again next week. Flying the coop. Going yeah. to Baltimore. You're going to the enemy territory. I'm yeah. to Baltimore. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try to As- see if I can get a little money from Lamar Jackson. I'm going to be outside, you know, Inner Harbor, the stadium. She's like, oh, $4 million. You won't even know if it's gone. Say hi to, my, boy, say hi to my boy Omar. Say hi to my boy uh, Stringer oh, Bell. You're a wire guy. You watch The Wire. You've never, never seen, seen it. Seen We've wire, talked man. about this before. you got to see it. You know what you need to do now for Omar Khan? They need to do that clip where Omar's coming that you see. Like, oh, Omar's oh, coming. Oh, that is... Yeah. Fantastic. They need to do that. You How work has, on that. Okay, I'll work on that. And get that out there by okay, I'll, uh, I'll the end that. of the week. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always for listening to the Steelers Standard.